the second day of Christmas. On the Feast of Stephen, so we sing in the carol, Good King Wenceslas. Today is St. Stephen's Day, Stephen the Proto-Martyr, slain for being a heretic. I think Stephen's death is relevant to all of us, religious, spiritual or otherwise. Why? Because he was a heretic to those who were invested in the status quo of the time. Seth Godin says these following fascinating words on his TED talk, The Tribes We Lead. The heretic looks at the status quo and says, This will not stand. I can't abide this status quo. I am willing to stand up and be counted and move things forward. I see what the status quo is. I don't like it. Rather than being a sheep walker, as Seth calls them, which is keeping your head down and not making waves, let's be leaders. Be a leader. Seth goes on to say, Who exactly are you upsetting? Because if you're not upsetting anyone, you're not changing the status quo. This is about targeted upset, of course, not about being annoying for the sake of it. Who are you connecting? That's what most people are in a tribe for, a sense of belonging. I think tribes need a sense of place too. This is why I'm taking a more active role in Designed in Dorset. Because we Dorset people want to shop locally and not see our wealth leached into leviathans who don't care, like Amazon, who've killed the high street in a move towards total control of resources. And yes, I shop on Amazon, but not as much as I used to. We've got great local bookshops and craftspeople that cannot be found on Amazon. Who are you leading? Focus on that part, not on the mechanics of what you're building. The who and the leading part is where change comes from, so says Seth. What's the change you want to make? How will you challenge and upset the status quo? Which movement will you lead? And in fact, you don't have to create the movement, rather find a movement and deliver some thought leadership and direction worth following. Leaders are rare. What is the tribe you will connect? How will you connect the members? What's the story? What's their story? What's your story? Is there more than one narrative? Maybe it's the tribes with the best stories win. Seth says, here's what leaders have in common. Challenge, culture, curiosity, connection and commitment. Firstly, challenge. They challenge the status quo. That's what St. Stephen did. Secondly, culture. They build a culture, perhaps a secret language or a seven-second handshake, so you know whether you're in or out. Thirdly, curiosity. They have a curiosity about the people in the tribe. One of my favourite advert series of all time is The Most Interesting Man in the World. It's an advert for a beer called Dos Equis. It had a dr- remarkable, dramatic effect on the market. And I've always thought, I don't want to be the most interesting man in the world. What would it be like to be the most interested man in the world? Great leaders have curiosity, and they're curious about those inside the tribe and those outside the tribe. They ask questions, lots of them, some of them challenging. Fourthly, connect. They connect people one to another. They are bridge builders. And here's the golden quote from Seth. Do you know what people want more than anything? They want to be missed. They want to be missed the day they don't show up. They want to be missed when they are gone. And tribe leaders can do that. Seth says you don't need charisma to become a leader, though in the Christian sense you do need charismata 
the gifts of the Spirit. Seth states that being a leader gives you charisma. Charisma comes from the leading. And fifthly, commit. Leaders commit to the cause. They commit to the tribe. They commit to the people who are there. Saint Stephen challenged the status quo because he was part of a new culture, followers of the way of Jesus, who is the way, the truth and the life. He was curious about the people inside this new tribe, elected to help meet their needs by feeding the hungry, some of the members of the tribe who were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. He said, I'll do that. I'll take care of that. In the process, this man, who was, and I quote, full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. His face, and I quote again, was like the face of an angel. What does that mean? Other than it was radiant. God was shining through Stephen's face. Now that's charisma. As a result of opposition, we have one of the longest sermons in the New Testament, St. Stephen's speech, which you can read in full in Acts chapter 7. My point is, he challenged the status quo eloquently and was slain for it. Are you and I prepared to die for what we believe in? Are you and I prepared to live for what we believe in, if it is unpopular and challenging and heretical? Interestingly, those who stoned Stephen laid their clothes at the feet of the ultimate heretic-to-be, the murderer who became Saint Paul and who wrote 23.48% of the New Testament. Ideas change history. So on this St. Stephen's Day, let's think about becoming a heretic. What can you not tolerate in the status quo? And as a bonus, check out Comrades, the film about the toll-puddle martyrs and the most catalytic event in the history of the tribes we now call the trades union movement. These courageous farm labourers stood up against the status quo and the powers that be and they spoke to power, and they ended up changing history. But they paid a high price. One cannot resist an idea whose time has come.